following episode of White Roof Radio cannot be found. Episode number 404 for Monday, November 21st, 2011. Tonight brought to you by Mini of Ontario, Craven Speed Mini, MotoringBadges.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's OutMotoring.com. And now, here's our host to tell you more about what's coming up next. Host, go host. There you go, host. You're live with DB and the Booger. Come on now, we all be listening. Hey everybody, it's DB in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode. The world famous right with radio. We're laughing hysterically over here because Todd's going through through his sound effects library and we're just having a gale time with that. Uh, With us tonight, Todd in Kansas chat. In Detroit, Nathaniel coming at us from the Twin Cities. We're here talking about mini stuff for you on a Monday, like we like to do, fellas. Okay, break's over. Let's rejoin <laughs> our regularly scheduled podcast. <laughs> Have you guys heard the, the Casey Kasem freak out where he just goes yes. off yes. on his producer yeah. for giving him the like dead dog dedication after a really slow song? <laughs> the death dedication, you know, somebody whose mom had passed away. It's you gotta look yes, it up. It's it. it's hilarious. Oh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> It's all of a sudden it turned into a morning zoo here for a minute. What's going on? It did. Uh, I need, where's my uh, slide whistle? Hold on. Got to hear somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we do have the, the uh, studio audience, too. <laughs> they, they they, sound they're, 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 barely, they're barely amused with us. There he is. Well, maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we crack ourselves up. <laughs> this is too much fun. Okay, <laughs> no, no more white roof radio. We're just going to start doing a morning zoo, zoo show instead. I don't know. We'll come up with a clever name for it. Oh, it's white roof radio on your morning try. <laughs> okay. Now, now, now back to our show. Really seriously. Now, uh, back to the show. Uh, anyway, we're here talking about many stuff right on a Monday night. Like we like to do. Um, we were talking before the show. We had some kick and shuttle cast. Hopefully, Todd recorded that so I could post that for you somewhere. Um, and we were talking about iTunes Match. And Todd, then we started talking about old technology, and Todd was going to regale us with a story of how his uh, first palm came to pass. My first palm, I got it. I was so proud. I got the little, you know, the little black and white people who are too young to remember the palm pilot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he had a little stylus with it and everything. I had this thing. I got this great case for it. It was like a soft case with a zipper. Oh, Put yeah. It, and it fit right in there, slid in. It had a little thing going on the side. Yes, yes. And the most remarkable thing was that at the time was thought of as cutting-edge technology. It, it really was. And I was so proud of this thing. I had it for about two days. And uh, I get in my, and I had a uh, Ford Ranger pickup truck at the time. I get in my pickup truck, and I'm going to the airport. I'm going to pick up uh, a friend at the airport. And oh. get in my truck... It's uh, cold. Put my Palm Pilot in my jacket. Back out of the driveway, and I feel this clunk, and I'm like, oh, I just ran over like an aluminum can in my driveway. And I look up, and it wasn't an aluminum can I drove over. It was my brand new two day old Palm Pilot in the driveway. It had fallen out of my jacket pocket, and I drove oh, over it. So there's this this second of a moment in my mind, and I'm like, oh no! Well, maybe the case saved it, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I go, uh, you know, I put the car in park. I go Hope up, springs I, eternal. Yeah, I uh, um, grab it, unzip it, thinking it might be okay, you know, because you can run over your foot with a, you know, uh-huh. not, not hurt yourself. So I'm thinking, oh, I think it'll be okay. And I open it up, and it is shattered. The screen <laughs> is like in a billion freaking pieces. And I'm like, oh, no, what do I do? Well, here's the coolest thing ever. I called Palm, um, and I said, listen, I because I ordered it directly from them. So okay. I I, I've had this two days, and I feel so bad. I drove over it. What can we do? Do you have some sort of repair program or whatever? And I told the lady the story, and she felt so bad for me that um, – she exchanged it for me all i had to do was pay the shipping they sent me a refurb so uh because she felt so bad i'd had it for two days and and uh their customer service gave me sent me one uh you know no charge excellent so if if any of you kids out there have a time machine go back and do business with paul I can just see Todd in the driveway there as he's unzipping it, and it's like doing the the Johnny Five death sound. Yes. (laughs) Well, and remember too when the palm came out. When the palm came out, I think Todd was still rocking the mullet. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, was, I hope so. That uh, was probably, what do we think, 1993? Oh, no. Yeah, well, doing their hockey hair. 94? Oh, my God. It's, you got the, it's like a neck. <laughs> push yep. your buttons. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, I'm a little distracted now. Um, that would have been, the first Palm came out in like 95? Yeah, so it was right, at, it was right around then. So, yeah, you would have had a mullet. Uh did you have a mullet that no, late in the nineties? No, I didn't have a mullet. I had bleached blonde hair at one point. Oh, what? I bet that was awesome. Yeah. Oh, I might I might have to make some phone calls to get pictures of that. Yeah. I think Indeed. I might be able to find one. <laughs> Me standing under the space needle in Seattle with completely bleached blonde hair. Oh dude, I need I And need the dark that goatee. Photo. You know, it was the it dude, was the I need I need that photo. <laughs> I need internet. Internet I think we I all need, need that, that photo. photo. <laughs> Make it happen, people. Mm. You know who Crowdsource you are. Crowdsource that. Mm-hmm. I just did. Anyway, uh, so we were talking about some really cool technology stuff, and now we've got Todd's great uh, mullet story, <clears throat> which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Did we just go completely silent? Do we have... Dead, and now, let's bring out our special guest. <laughs> we don't have a special guest this week, but um, I'm sure you guys have already heard. Uh, Todd and Gabe got the chance to talk to Vinny, our good friend Vinny Kung from Mini USA this week. So that should have already been in the feed. If it hasn't yet, keep an eye out. Uh, it will be in the feed soon if you, if you missed it over at Motoring File. Make it easier for you guys to get that. So that's pretty exciting because uh, Mini USA is at uh, the LA Auto Show this week. Or was there last week, rather. Yeah. Or they're still there this week. If you're going to the LA Auto Show, you can see some really cool stuff at the LA Auto Show. Um, we're going to talk about a couple of those items tonight from MotoringFile.com here in just a little bit. Yes. As soon as, I'd remind you guys about our good friends over at Mini of Ontario. <clears throat> they had their big second anniversary party on Saturday. I might or might not have been there. Not really sure. Um, and I'm sure it was a good time, even if I wasn't there. Uh, but we like those guys. We like them fine. They're over at miniofontario.com, 1251 Auto Center Drive, Ontario, California. <clears throat> Reach them on the telephone, 888-743-4041. Uh, the place in Southern California to go if you need a mini part, swag, just looking for a cool place to hang out with some SCMM members, that is where you want to go. Plus, they also have a lease on a 2012 mini hardtop with automatic transmission. Oh, ick. But if that's how you roll, whatever, you can get one 36-month lease for $199 a month. That's a pretty smoking deal. Anyway, go check them out. Minivontario.com, one two five one. I told you the address already. Give them a call, 888-743-4041, Minivontario.com. Don't forget, mention White Roof Radio when you call them up. And <clears throat> for those of you who aren't familiar, you can actually call Colin and order parts, and he'll send them to you. It doesn't matter where you're at. Just give him a ring. He'll, he'll send say, them to oh, you in a box. He will. In a box, put them in a UPS truck. Mm-hmm. The whole bit. Give you a pretty decent price on them. And um, off they go. I yeah, ordered, they don't uh, just show up loose you know, <laughs> in a bag. Although <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be funny. Um, I ordered today from Colin. I ordered uh, some bootstraps uh, for nice. Stella's Mini because they're completely – there's zero gas in them. So I called him up and he said, yeah, sure. I'll get this in a box to you next week and on the way. He sent me a cool link to pay for them on the internet and everything. It was really – Pretty rad. So if you need parts and you're not in Southern California, uh, but you want to help out White Roof Radio by using Mini of Ontario on occasion, give them a ring. 888-743-4041. Chad, you use boxes, right? <laughs> we do. Yeah. yeah, see, all all the high-quality places, they'll send it <clears> to <throat> you in a box. In various sizes, too, not just yeah. one size. Keep an I, eye I heard, out. I heard Chad puts little boxes of chiclets in his boxes from Detroit Tuned. <laughs> Not chiclets. They're not chiclets. Can, you know, if, if you really want candy, we can give you some f- good candy, but uh, not quite British candy, of course. Uh, we're not that cool. One of my but, uh, uh, one yeah. of my favorite one of my favorite internet websites, a place called Photo Jojo, and they just sell really cool. They're, they're like a like a nerd shop for camera nerds, and everything. Anytime you order something from Photo Jojo, they put a little plastic toy dinosaur in the box. Nice, nice. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, anytime you order parts from uh, Scooter Works in Chicago for your bike, they'll send you a, a little box of either lemon heads or cherry heads. Oh, nice! That's fun. <laughs> nice no, uh, when you no, when you order stuff from Mini of Ontario, you get a couple of pens or maybe a coffee mug or uh, what is this called? Put in that box. Other business, fun things, but most importantly, cards, yeah. it does come in a box. Yeah. It does come in a box? Yeah, they don't just come we, loose in a bag. <clears throat> we uh, we give free bottle openers with every uh, every oh, purchase. Oh, I like that. Hey, there you go. And that's a high quality bottle opener. I use that thing a lot. It is. It's it's anodized aluminum, you know, either in red or blue. You know. I I forgot to oh wait, don't I have hang on. I have one right here. 
That I is a very <coughs> that is a very fine. I got a red one. It's very nice. Yeah, you know, make... it's it's all luck of the draw when you actually get it in the order. But if you really have to have a red one to match your car, put that in the options and be like, hey, I really want a red bottle opener. We'll make sure you get that one. There you go. <laughs> nice. Nice. <clears throat> all right. That's enough silliness. Let's, uh, Maestro, let's do some news from Modern Firebike. But first, the news. <laughs> You've been sitting on that for like five minutes, haven't you? Oh, I got all kinds of buttons, man. Oh, man. I got all kinds of buttons. Coming up next in our show. <laughs> okay. We go to motoringfile.com where we learned that the uh, WRC team actually managed a fourth place finish in the Rally GB. Nice. Check that out. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <coughs> yeah, excuse me. <clears throat> Not quite a podium finish, but still finished fourth. First year. This is the, the yeah. That's pretty rocking cool. So nice job, fellas. Um, <clears throat> the other stuff we talked about earlier this week, but um, new things that came up this week: uh, mini paceman. Production and model info. This is a car that's actually going to get built. But it's not for those called, of you who are really excited about that, still not going to be called the Paceman. No, no. good because I hate that name. And, it's not a great name. And sadly, no, it's a horrible name. and sadly, I'm afraid it's going to have the same interior as the Countryman. Yeah, we know that for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's coming. This car is going to be built out of. The same plant that the Countryman's built on, right? Yeah. Yes, because yeah. it's built yeah. on the same platform. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a two door version of the Countryman. Well, it's actually well, going to be kind of a five door version of it, really. Right. Well, because it'll well, have the two suicide yeah. doors, two club doors, and then, uh, you know. Right. right. Which Regular will look doors. sweet, I think. It, it, yeah. I, I agree. I'm excited to see this car. And this is one of those cars, I believe, are they, do they have one of these just for display at the LA Auto Show this week, Nathaniel? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. They're still uh, touting the coupe out there. And, right. Um, yeah. However, I think we will see in Detroit, at the Detroit Auto Show in the Jan- second week of January, yeah. um, a newly kind of slightly disguised uh, version of it. Okay. That's what mm-hmm. we're going to see in Detroit. Close, we're, we're closer sure. to the production version. <laughs> right. And if all goes according to plan, I, I might get to see a, a closer to production uh, version or perhaps it'll be that car that shows up in Detroit. I might get to see that a little bit early if all goes according to plan. Oh, nice! That'll be that. cool. Yeah, that'll nice. be cool. So, <clears throat> so yeah. this is a car that I still think we don't know what what the point of this car is because it's going to match up the Clubman in almost every way, shape, and form. Well, um, except it's going to be a little bit bigger. Yeah, like the Countryman. Yeah, yeah it'll have size, bucket rear seats. Right. It's kind of so, interesting from what I've seen already this week. You know, with this announcement that they're going to produce it. Um, you know, people are already talking. It's like, oh, I'm going to get it as soon as it comes out. You know, I'm, I'm there. You know, and these are people that already have Countrymen's and things like that. So, like, should they have brought this one out first? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know because uh, <clears throat> if we go back and listen to the interview with Vinny from last week at the LA Auto Show, he said a couple of things that were interesting. Is one, the Countryman has been wildly more successful than they ever could have hoped um, when they talked about bringing it out a year ago. Uh, it's just been way more successful, uh, profitable for the company. It's really driving sales at Mini. Okay. Um, right. The other interesting thing he said about the Countryman, um, which kind of is going to apply to this too, the Paceman, is that the first the initial market research has just come in on it. And uh, the funniest thing uh, I, that I hope you heard is uh, guess what the number one uh, complaint is about the Countryman? That it's a four-door. No. Ex- exploding eyepole holders. <laughs> the uh, clutch? That it's not big enough. Yeah, it's not big enough. Really? That's, 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 that's the first thing I said about that car. Yeah, yeah, that it's still not big enough. Who said it? Uh, yep. yep, yeah. And I think I, I, I realized that, too. I mean, you guys, uh, we all kind of got the chance, our, our turn in it, driving back and forth between Chicago and I'm Detroit. sorry, we haven't really talked to you about um, the, the company car since uh, you got to drive it. No, really haven't. And I think I thought, it was, as, as far as size goes, uh, I thought it was limited because a couple of suitcases in the back just yeah. uh, filled up the entire back. If you have the seats up, it has no yep. more room than your mm-hmm. hardtop hatchback has. Right. Oh, well, I wouldn't go that far, but it's it's not you know night and day difference more. It's it's a little bit more, but it's not a ton more. It's not a lot. You put two suitcases in there, and it's full. Yeah. It's maybe not it's even true. will fit. And yeah. you uh, you definitely, I think, if you're looking for uh, for boot space in the in the mini family, the place to go right now is really the coupe. 
That thing has got a huge yeah. trunk in it. Oh, it, yeah. Uh, it's got a ton of room if you've only got two people. But, you know, I've spent long weekends in both the Clubman and the Countryman. Yeah. And the Clubman had way more space in usable yeah. space that we could we could have three right. full adults with a lot of luggage in a in a clubman right. very comfortably versus a countryman with three adults and right. yeah. just weekend bags mm-hmm. and we ran out of room i think you're right, right. i would say for for so is so. this a problem that they're hoping to fix with the with the pacement? I say in quotes. <laughs> no. Well, no. It's yeah, not going to say no. That's that. It's yeah, going to be all. worse. It's going to be that's, right. Same thing. That's going to be somebody that really wants a two door countryman. Uh, countryman that right. really is never going to use the back seats ever. They're always going to be folded right. down, or they'll ask me to be like, "How can I take these things out and just make right. more storage?" Because this is going to be available. This, according to this post of our motoring file, is going to be available the same way the Countryman is uh, as a Cooper, Cooper S in the Europe. You'll be able to as a Cooper D. Uh, it's also going to be available However, all four trim. Yeah, this is going to be the first one where you can get the Cooper with all four. Right, but again, don't expect this to be performance oriented. It's Ooh, like no. really, really kick ass traction control. We've talked about that a hundred times, especially before. on that motor. It's not going to be sporting at all. No. It's just, it's not enough motor for that car. Yeah, a right. Cooper All Four is shocking uh, that they're even considering it. Now, um, that's not to say that for that model year they aren't going to boost somehow maybe a little bit of power in the engine yeah, it could be you know what i think about both of these cars both the pacement and the and the countryman is i, I think that in all of the horse trading that goes on when you design a car because you're never going to please everybody you know, you know, yeah no, you have to you, it's, you're it's ruining the brand but I, th- I think that the horse trading that got made for 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 the countryman first, and I think this will be true in the pacement as well, is that you know they could have they could have gone cargo, they could have gone passenger, and I think that they chose passenger. Yeah, the, well, yeah, the, the back seats in both the countryman and probably and it's going to be the same the same seats, the buckets and whatnot in the in the pacement as well. You know, right. for example, when when I I got to ride with Todd on the way back to Chicago for a little while in in the company car and I was in the back seat and you know I'm 6 foot 3 and change and I am uh not exactly uh starving to death and you know I I fit back there <clears throat> perfectly fine but you know many could have gone in a different direction and I think right. that what Chad was pointing out with the clubman uh really really speaks to this that you know if they could have gone with the smaller more traditional like more mini like back seat that didn't have nearly as much room and really maximized on cargo but for whatever reason they chose to focus more on passenger space and i think that's the right call yeah personally no you're right you're right and if and if and if you need to be able to haul more stuff well you just walk over and buy yourself clubbing yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or get yourself a uh, a roof pod or a trailer. Yes. Well, yeah. seriously, when you think about it, is is what, what's on the market that's going to compare? If you've got four people and four people's luggage that you want to go somewhere, other than a minivan, and even then you put four people in a minivan, you still don't have a lot of extra room for all the luggage. Yeah. In our Honda CRV. Yeah. You know, we could do that, but that's it's no countryman right it's not it's not any fun to drive right see now the thing i'm still trying to figure out here to kind of stick with this pacement thing is i'm trying to figure out where this fits um that's a good question who's it gonna i I think it well go ahead because because essentially it's essentially it's a hard top but it's a hard top that's not coming out of oxford it's hard top coming out of austria so where does this car fit in the lineup or, like or the, is this going to be like a? They're just going to kind of keep going on. There's going to be like two different. Uh, it's essentially fragmenting mini. Where there'll be the hardtop body style, the Mini Cooper that we all know and love, the R56, R57s, and all those cars in the Clubman. Or and then there's going to be the R60 branch yes. going down over here. Yes, is that what they're going to end up doing? Uh, do we know? That, that, Are we no, guessing? No do we care? That's what it looks I, like. What's happening here? I mean, well, could we? Would we expect to see uh, an R sixty as a convertible, for example? Uh, <laughs> or that weird, <laughs> that weird funky Jeep thing wanna, that we saw? You want to know what though? Oh, the beachcomber. I, it's absurd. The beachcomber. What you what you said sounds completely absurd too. But I will guarantee you that is the most asked question at the dealer, and people see, are serious when they ask the question. They're they, asking for a convertible countryman. They look at the countryman with four doors and they go, "Does it come in a convertible?" And they are not kidding. They're. Oh, I think people are being oh, yeah, completely stupid. That. But they're asking the question, and uh, so, so. But my question is: Is this going to be like a new branch of mini? So there's 
going to be the R5 branch or the F5 branch when the <laughs> F come out. And then there's going to be the R6 branch or the F6, whatever they call it when the change numbers on that end. Is that what they're going to end up doing? If it's, or if it's, <laughs> is if it's, it just going to be these two cars? If it's successful, why not is, uh, is kind of my point. Is yeah, They can sell a bunch cars, of them I mean. and make money to, to produce faster, cooler JCWs mm. that we all love. Why not? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Is like, make no mistake. You know, the we go down to the other end of the spectrum with the people who want like the funky, the small, the high performance. You know, you look at the coupe and the roadster, and I think that really, uh, you know, personifies that. That is impossible because of the sales success that they have right. with the uh, the countrymen, and I think they'll enjoy similar success with the pacemen. You know, they let them pay the bills, and then and the thing is, the the hatch isn't going anywhere. That's still selling super strong and i think always right. will um right. but you know yeah i don't know db i don't i don't know how strategic it is for or to have two very distinct uh branches of the family i think it's one of those things that only you know the nerdiest <laughs> of many nerds among us will really appreciate that separation right it for, is a little bit for well, most no, people, and it's, I, like, and hey, I, it's the other man and and I get it because it's a, I mean it's perfect because this car actually works well for hauling people. Um, yeah. Like you mentioned, you could fit in the back seat. Uh, when we did MTTS last year, both Agro and myself sat in the back seat of this car, and we were we fit side by side. Mm-hmm. And for those yeah. of you who ever met me and Agro or seen us together. Mm-hmm were more than a door width wide um and we were fine and i mean if that's what if that's the case i mean it's brilliant for that so yeah. and you that's know, frankly I mean, not quite the case even in the clubman like right. i i don't quite fit in the tight. back of a clubman in a good way uh, and especially well, don't get that's because you're that's because you're tall i fit in the back seat of a clubman just fine but i'm not as tall yeah. as you are it's yeah. definitely smaller as far as headroom and body space goes at, right. you know, versus a countryman but luggage wise more usability it's it's better i yep. completely agree yeah. and, and to, if you, go ahead go ahead well to kind of answer your question db as far as like where does the paceman fit right. in the model range i think that it's for i think that it's for people who who like the more sort of sporting visual character of of the coup or of the the two-door right. minis but want that slightly larger footprint but i think more importantly want so, the all-wheel, all-wheel drive, drive. Right. And, I there, think, like, and there it is. For me, that's what makes this car particularly appealing is that it will, you know, it will be sporting at least in its attitude, even if not 100% in its performance. I mean, it's still, right. it'd still be a really fun car, especially right. when you compare it to kind of anything else in that. But race. it'll be as, it'll yeah. be as brilliant, it'll be as brilliant in the weather as the All Four Countryman is, um, mm-hmm. but you get the sporty appearance uh, of a two door. Right. Know- and especially if you're somebody like me who doesn't haul. You know, right. for people very often, like I feel or like small the, children, right? Yeah, that too. I feel like the club doors, like the suicide club doors, which are just sort of rad to begin with. Yep. Like I think those speak to that sort of secondary function piece, and that it's sort of <laughs> primarily a coupe. Like there's just a lot of design appeal to that. To yeah. Right on. Well, if you you're know, excited about this car, you can keep an eye out for it sometime towards the end of next year, 2012. And you know what? I may be talking out of my ass here <laughs> as comparison, but don't you have it? Isn't um, like an ounce of a guy voice to say that? Yeah, and here's Todd talking out of his ass. Talking out your ass. This is the portion of the show where Todd talks out of his ass. Look at Porsche, for example, when they first came out with the with the Cayenne. Okay. Oh, Cayenne. Yeah, they came out with the Cayenne. Everybody hated it, but it was sold really well and allowed them to put money into stuff and bring things out like the GT3 RS. Then, or the Panamera. Then they come out with the Panamera. So DB, like you were saying, is... I like the Panamera, though. I do not, oh. I do not like it. I think it's a hideous-looking vehicle. Uh, have you seen one, in, have you seen one in, in the wild? Like, actually seen one oh, in all person, the time. not just I on television? Them, I see them all the time. I yeah, like it. Good. I think it's nice. I see them all the time. But from a company that is traditionally a sports car company, right. that, you know, for, for years, then they come out with the, the Cayenne, okay, this... V8 all-wheel drive SUV. Then they come right. out with this four-door Panamera. Okay, I'm just saying from an example, from, from an allegorical standpoint, Mini's kind of doing the same thing. Traditionally, really small car, good gas mileage. Now they've made it bigger. They've got an all-wheel drive version, four-door. Right. Now they're doing something completely that. A lot of the you know. purists are calling it not mini. Well, and, and in that same vein, Todd, uh, I don't think you're on to something because, you yeah, know, the because Porsche. What like the, the Porsche. Go ahead. 
the the alternate Porsches, if you will, you know, the, mm. the Cayenne, the Panamera are still very, very sporting. They're very high performance. You right. know, they're, they're more high performance than they have any business being. And likewise, you know, the Countryman and the Paceman to follow, you know, are still, in the grand scheme of things, very small cars. You know, the right. Countryman's still like the third or fourth smallest car sold in America right now. So right. from a design and a heritage right. standpoint, you basically have a brand. You have Mini as a brand where a lot of people... People have bought into the brand and it's become part of their lives and they love a mini okay whereas the the hard top uh hatchback that we're used to may not fit everybody's needs now there's options you've got a clubman as an option you got a countryman as an option you're gonna have this paceman as an option all of these other things for people who say hey i've got two minis or i've got three minis and each one serves its own purpose in my life um but i love the brand so much i'm willing to buy this other thing people consider hideous because one it still has the sporting nature um you know kind of has the same heart as the as the vehicles have always had but it serves a different purpose in my life and i still love it and i think that's great i think it's totally great you know i've got and go ahead i've got several of my customers that have more than one minis and i've got uh, several customers now that have countrymen's and coopers as their their only cars and they need the countrymen for a certain you know, situations, and then you use the Cooper for other situations. You know, uh, Nathaniel was talking about geeking out, and it's kind of funny because, you know, we do it all the time here on the show. We talk about all these different cars, and we we see all of the different brands, and we've driven every single car. But until this week, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, I love my hardtop. I'll never get a convertible, or I'll never get this. But, you know, Todd drove a convertible for Mini Takes Estates and loved every minute of it and thought that was great. Mm-hmm. But um, until this week, a friend of mine, you know, she's driven a club in all of her life. She loves it. She's like, oh, it's so very utilitarian. I mean, it's, it's exactly what I needed. Well, it was in getting a little bit of service. Well, they gave her a, a hardtop to, to drive. And then she was like, oh, my God, it's got so much more power. I'm like, well, it's just a little bit lighter. That's why. And she's like, yeah, but it's like I don't know where to put the gas. And then all of a sudden it, it turns a little bit better because there's a shorter wheelbase and stuff. Yeah. So the people that like hate on some of the other cars they need to sit there and really drive them for a week and they will realize that they're all minis right they're just yeah. all based on different needs of the different people right. yeah, but it's more fun to hate it is it is yeah, definitely it's... more fun to hate because that creates <laughs> drama because i mean you, you've got a perfect yeah. life you need to have a little bit of you know chaos in there right but but like chad said after you spend a spend a week in somebody else's shoes and you end up eating your words is what ends up happening mm, except exactly. in db except in db's case where he drives the countryman and he still hates it <laughs> <laughs> but he only drove it in a straight line to him, you know well and i i think that he needs to drive it back to back with my wife's uh, crv uh, yeah. I, you know i did that for or, or the- my Van, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did that for Marox arrivals. The but, but one other thing, one other point we'll make here. Um, another thing that these cars do is that, that it obviously has broader appeal than the hardtop minis do, um, and they're able to sell a crap load of these cars, which gives them a little bit more money in the bank, so they can continue to make the cool, fun things that we like and bring things to market, like Recaro bucket seats, for example. There you go, um, <clears throat> electric scooters. Or electric scooters, possibly. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, some, I got my money some, new, <laughs> some hot new piece of JCW kit or possibly even the next GP, whatever they decide to do that. Yeah. Um, this car is helping Mini to actually produce the car the enthusiast wants, while at the same time they're appealing to a broader audience that wants something a little bit bigger on the inside, something that rides a little bit taller, something that looks more, I don't know, like that, I guess. I like the pacement personally. I think it looks cool, but I, I still wouldn't drive one because it's Countryman. Okay then. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Moving on. Okay then. <clears throat> Moving on. Uh, Mini. Um, God, this. Uh, okay. Uh, Mini's launching the next wave of in-car entertainment with MOG. You can now get Mog in your car. Okay. Big deal. Well, which what, is a what a ten dollar a month service. You know, yeah, I it's like it's like that, Spotify. What is it? It's like Spotify. It's yeah. a service you pay ten bucks a month for, and you can listen to music on your portable device on your computer, um, all these different places. And they've got a giant library for you to choose from. And it streams from the cloud down yep. to your computer uh, okay. or your phone. So you can actually pick a song. Yes. Yeah, unlike Kinda unlike like, Pandora, where you select a genre yes. of station to play, this right. one will actually play a song you want to hear. So if you want to yep. listen to Moves Like Jagger by yeah. Maroon 5, you just type in Moves Like Jagger, and then Which boom. is a really good song, by the way. And, uh, you know, we actually got to, we got to play with the MOG service uh, integrated into Mini Connected at the Coop launch in Nashville a couple months ago. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm going to be writing a, a little more hands-on review here in the next few days. But um, the the experience that I had with it, because you know there I was in Nashville, and I you know I did have my phone with me, but Mini had provided an iPhone uh, for you know using the Mini connected services, and that included a sort of pre-release version of the uh, Mini enabled Mog app, and they actually had like some of the some of the guys from Mog uh, on site to answer questions and tell us about the service. But I mean, just being hands-on with it and using it in the car it was pretty seamless like it was just like choosing tracks um on my iphone or, or just like choosing radio stations like it's integrated right into uh the 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 uh, in-car controls there uh with the mini connected system and so i mean there i am in tennessee so i'm like you know i'll listen to little uh, johnny cash while i, while I run this uh, coop around and it was uh, it was actually really easy to to you know find the artist that i was looking for and choose an album and to do all of that you know and still be able to keep my eyes on the road and, and, and everything else and i didn't have any interruption in music right. playback or any glitches or anything and this was in the the sort of pre-release apps so am i mistaken yeah, I'm, I'm annoyed i'm annoyed by this on multiple levels because if correct me if i'm wrong but when mini connected came out we specifically asked Vinny about the possibility of getting on mini connected as what your radio and we got nothing back crickets and now <laughs> they're opening up to all these other third parties so apparently you have to be some big multi-million dollar website service to actually become part of well, connected or, or we just sure need to have that conversation again yeah we just need to keep yeah. pushing it yeah. <laughs> but am i mistaken on this service also that you could actually save the songs you to, can to your mobile you can, device you can download the songs yeah there's an, an, off, an offline mode yeah yeah you rent music it's like any other music rental service it's just that it's available uh it's it goes you don't have to sync a device like uh for those of you who had a zune with a zune pass for example uh you paid 15 dollars a month listen all the music you wanted as long as your zune was connected it would just download and just sync them right to your zune um and a lot of other services like uh rhapsody was like rhapsody, that as well yeah can i say mm-hmm. though that um from my perspective but, it's but now like, they're all cloud-based as cool as this might be as cool as the technology might be uh, I would never use it because I seriously don't need another ten dollar a month ding to right. my to my finances for something that you know what I've got an iPod I've got an iPhone but, I can burn as many CDs as I want to um, there's so many different ways for me to do it right now at no cost to listen mm-hmm. to the same music why yeah. would I spend ten bucks a month to See, do I'm, this I'm, I'm with your brother yeah. on that. Because uh, I'm, the, I feel the exact same way, and I'm sure I'm not sure about Todd or Chad or Todd yeah, or anything. Yeah, I've, got a, I've sure. got a lot of music on my iPod, so I mean, there I don't increasingly do there are people that don't have a large collection of music that have that don't have ten thousand song iTunes libraries, um, and they want to be able to listen to whatever song they want, uh, even if they don't necessarily own it, and they don't want to listen to a bunch of commercials. That's the people that are paying for the service, and there's and, a lot of people out there that are paying for the service. I mean, yeah. people every day that have Spotify installed on their phone, and they're paying ten bucks a month. Well, or there's also or using Mog. There's a lot of those people out there. You'd there's, be amazed. There's so much variety because if you have satellite radio and you're paying for that, you're paying those service fees. You're paying another $10 for these service fees. Uh, you know, you got iTunes Match. You're paying $25 a year for that. There's, yeah. there's so many things. They're nickel and diming you to death. It yeah. seems like somebody's either going to win out or lose out because why would you just not listen to Pandora for free? Um, sure, you're going to get ads once in a while on that. But, because you can't, and also with Pandora, you can't pick the song, the exact song you want to listen to. Yeah, and a lot of people well, want to be able, within reason. But if you if you build a Frank Sinatra station, great, you're going to hear a Frank Sinatra song, either the first one, second one, or third one. Right. But if you build a Beastie Boys station, you might not hear Beastie Boys for five songs. Yeah, for example. Yeah, but, and yeah, what but, if you want to hear that one Beastie Boys track right now, and you want to because yeah. you're dry, you're cruising the strip, and you want a big boom and bass line? Well, then you're going to pay ten dollars five songs, and there's no skip, and blah 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 blah. Then if you're, you're that much of a Beastie Boys fan, though, you, you probably already out. have it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but people, but people oh. aren't. That's how this is how people are spending their money these days. And well, you know, it's really funny, and I'm kind of going to find this out is these online music services. If you're not connected to Wi-Fi, they suck the data. OMG. Oh, that's, absolutely. That's, that's the other thing. Awesome. Huge about, a lot of ones and zeros. Yeah, yeah. That's a I, lot of ones and zeros. Uh, in about a week, with my with my trial with Spotify that I was playing with, uh, I think Spotify alone used about two hundred megabytes of data, and that was for like maybe an hour of playback. Well, maybe and two. I believe um, there is. Well, there used to be uh, in the previous version. And of, I've got unlimited data, so I don't care. Of Mini Connected. Um, 
It used to warn you about the data usage, like if you're listening to web radio. Oh, no, it's, it still does. It still does? Okay. It yeah. warns you about the data usage if you're listening to web radio. Because I installed me connected when I drove the Countryman. Yeah, yeah, if you're listening to web radio or whatever like that. And if you've got a service to where you chart, you know, you, you pay by your data, you don't have an unlimited plan right now with either Sprint or something like that, or you're grandfathered into AT&T, uh, you're going to go through a lot of data if you're listening to music for a couple of hours. Yeah, you're going to start bouncing Absolutely. off that two-gig cat. Yeah. Yeah. To get cap pretty quick. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, if you're one that uses uh, Mini Connected and you like the the pay by the page you go rental music services, Mog is now available. So that's pretty rocking cool. It is. And I did have a very good experience with it in the Mini. Yeah, I had an okay experience with Spotify, so I'm all right with that. Moving on, uh, we have pricing. A lot of people are probably excited about pricing for the Roadster. Yeah. Uh, which is another mini that's going to be. We're going to see this car next year, also. Yep, sure. It's February 2012. Mm-hmm. So we've got pricing the mini, normally aspirated Mini Cooper Roadster, $25,050. Mini Cooper S at $28,050. And the JCW Roadster at $3,500. Isn't the yep. big news here that it's cheaper than the convertible? Yeah, six hundred dollars yeah. cheaper than the convertible. Which, across as, the board. as Vinny said when we asked him, he goes, "Well, we aren't charging you for the back seats <laughs> 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 or the power roof." Yeah, yeah, yeah or, and there's no power roof. However, there. there will be a power assist roof. Um, if you listen to that, uh, our interview with him later in the year, uh, <clears throat> the the Roadster is going to come out with a manual roof, which is the the system is very similar to the which uh, is how it should be. The Z3, where you, you crank this handle down. And, and then you turn it, and then you can do the manual roof down, okay? Well, later in the year, they're going to have a power assist, which you'll still have to reach up and turn this handle. You have to pull the handle down and twist it 90 degrees. Then you can push a button, and it will power the roof down. So nice. you've still got to lock and unlock it, but it will have power assist. That will be available later in in 2012 <laughs> as an option. It's probably going to be a ridiculously priced option. Right. But I want to know, know who's already dropped $500 on a deposit for this car for next year. Raise your hand. And leave a note in the show notes. Go over to Facebook. Said, "Dude, Roser in my driveway in February." And if you this didn't order the Recaro seats, you're an idiot. I was just doing some quick <laughs> math here, and the uh, the Cooper works whether you get a hardtop or a convertible. You got a thirty three hundred dollar difference there between a hardtop and a convertible. Like, yeah, is it three thousand dollars worth to have a convertible? Uh-huh. I don't know. We'll find out soon enough. To, to not have two seats in the back? <laughs> well, I mean, ne- no. I mean, neither of them have you know two seats, but one just oh, has a convertible top. One doesn't. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Because the base price is uh, $31.9 for a hardtop, and yeah. it's telling me $35.2 here for a you know convertible. And it is more complicated than just the roof deletion. There's a lot of uh, uh, chassis yes. differences and whatnot. I, but I'm it does sure. – I'm with you, though, Chad. It does seem like a pretty steep premium – yeah. To to go to the convertible, whether the and convertible or the, the speedster. The, the JCW roadster. model, so twenty five three to twenty eight five. So I mean even non JCW, you still got you know, three thousand dollars there. Right. That's yeah. a lot that's a lot of money, man. It's a lot of money. And I can't Move. necessarily see the top being that much more expensive, but I mean you definitely have to have a different deck lid. And a few things like that, but it just seems a little bit out of price. Well, it's a I think that they're also having to to make up for the fact that they're not going to sell as many of them, and there was R and D costs. I mean, they've got to yeah. make money on the car in the end. This is true. This is true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, moving on, we've got some news about Fiat. But before we actually talk about that, for those of you who already have a Fiat 500 and you're looking for parts for that car, heck, pull up our friends over at CravenSpeed.com. They can get you sorted out. They've got parts for they sell stuff for Minis, Fiats, Toyotas, BMWs, and Fords. Not only that, but as you guys have heard me say here before in the past, is they've actually built an electric Mini Cooper and R53. They drive it all over. They're showing it off. What they're going to do is they're going to turn that into a kit that they will then resell to you or your favorite shop to turn you your Mini into a 100% electric Mini Cooper. Very, very cool. But we've worked out a very good deal with them, uh, and it's uh, we're going to save you 5% on your order. Check this out. If you go over and you pick up something like the stubby antenna or the gauge pack or the flex pod or anything else that Craven Speed happens to sell, and you use the coupon code of Britain for the rest of November, you will save 5% automatically. All you got to do is use the code. Britain with anything that you order from CravenSpeed.com, and you're going to save 5% on your order. We love those guys. CravenSpeed at uh, CravenSpeed.com, home of the electric mini. Well done. Moving on. Cool. Uh, The Fiat uh, releases the Abarth 500 in the United States, and I know a lot of people super excited about this little 160-horsepower car. 
they did, and uh, we also talked to Vinny about it a little bit because he looked at it at the LA Auto Show, which is where it was introduced, why this right. press release has come out. They finally released the information on the horsepower. It's going to be 160 horsepower for a car that weighs about 200 pounds less, two to 300 pounds less than, than a Mini, than a Cooper S. So I, I still don't see it as competitive um, uh, no. between uh, the two. No. I, it's still not very. It, I don't think they handles well. They don't look as good. Uh, the, well, the, the Abarth should, is the, in the dash. I mean, the Abarth should handle better because it's got upgraded shocks. Got Coney upgraded uh, Coney shocks with a 0.6 inch lower ride height, and it does have quicker steering rack than the Fiat, regular Fiat 500 does, and has larger brakes and a different traction control system and lighter wheels. I don't think there's any question that it's going to be fun to drive. Um, I think oh. it's it's going to be a pretty fun car to to toss around. I still yeah. not am, I'm still not a fan of the looks of the Fiat 500. I don't think it's a sexy no. car. Yeah, um, you know what I think is really funny is this is a car that Jeremy Clarkson has literally fallen in love with, and I wouldn't be surprised if he actually owns one. Yeah, well, and he now they've got loves I, the uh, the Fiat Abarth. I just saw the ad two. earlier tonight for the Gucci edition of the Fiat 500. Uh yeah, Jennifer Lopez is uh, in a, another TV commercial. She's like a, <laughs> she's like a spokesperson for awesome. Fiat. And, anyway, uh, we're, we're yeah. not the Fiat cast, but if the you are Gucci one that's really excited about the, the Bar 500, um, I would recommend getting over to the LA Auto Show if you can uh, and go check it out because they've got them there. And by the way, Fiats are not selling that well yet. No, no. unfortunately they're not. And no, which, that's, because, you know, that's because they're... I don't know what is. Cars. Some people are not well. They're not great cars. First of all, they, from what yeah. I understand, I haven't actually driven a Fiat 500, and a lot of people in the mini community have. And you guys are going to get all over my shit for this, but I heard it doesn't drive very well. I heard it drives yeah. better than a smart, but not much. Oh, I think it's a. a I think it's fairly decent. I don't think it's a terrible car. Um, it, right. it it's fairly fun to drive around. It loses power in third gear, but uh. You know, I, for some reason, they're they're just not selling that well. You know, yeah. I mean, and Gabe, I and Gabe said that this is a car with a this car and a puppy. Get yourself some, you know, get yourself a tail. Girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty short order. So, I mean, yeah. I understand why they're not selling. Chad, you know, one of, one of my friends that we have out there in Vegas, he was actually already seeing them out on the used car lot. So, I mean, that's wow. a lot. Yeah. Wow, Dad, that speaks a lot. Moving on, this is something. This is something I'm actually excited about because I don't want to talk about the Fiat anymore. Um, and that is a kind of from the factory Mini Cooper race car, B spec racer. Chad, have you seen this? I have not seen it yet, but okay, uh, it one looks of like my customers there, there's, wants me there, to sponsor them already. So there's one in L.A. Uh, for the L.A. Auto Show, and this is Hendrick Mini has actually put this together, and they have created a Mini R fifty six Cooper, normally aspirated to compete in the B spec series for SCCA, Grand Am, NASA, and the World Challenge. Right. right. So all of those, uh, all those different divisions, this car uh, off the off the shelf, if you will. Right. Able to buy it and compete. So, yeah. and we talked with uh, this is Vinny kind. B spec is very similar to G stock, right, Chad? Um, as far as you know, it's like the spec Miata series, basically. Okay, yeah, you know, got it, got it, got it. But, so, it. but it also incorporates other models, um, and those models would happen to be if I scan down, and it's in the second. Fiat, of the Fiat's thing. going to be in there. Fiat's yeah, gonna there's going to be a whole bunch of different cars. They're all doing it, and you can only drive a Cooper, not a Cooper S, right. in this series. So I believe there's it's a horsepower. It's a horsepower limitation. I think there's a horsepower range. and ratio uh, weight, weight to ratio. Power yes. to weight. Yeah, yeah power, power to weight. And I think we right. talked about it pretty extensively with Vinny on the uh, on the interview. I think there's something like 13 different models. Uh, that are competitive that are that are going to be competitive in the B, in that B stock. Yeah, there's a lot of fun little cars. Fun little cars. Uh, I have a feeling things like what's that new Kia? Um, uh, oh, the the Veloster. The Veloster. The Veloster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The volatile Veloster. Veloster. Yeah, the Veloster. Um, Vulaster. Vulaster. Uh, you almost wonder if the CRZ is going to be in there too, even though it's a hybrid. Uh, no. It's not a very well handling car, but anyway, that kind of oh, and uh, the looks, Mazda. Uh, it looks the like Mazda we've two. got a Honda and Mazda a Mazda. Yeah, the Mazda are going to make a B. Yeah, I know Mazda's going to be the in Kia. There. The Kia Rio B spec. Yeah, I um, did a quick image search on Google. Um, so the Kia Rio, which looks pretty hot, the Toyota Yaris is a B spec racer. Yeah. Oh dear. So I mean, this is this class of race car. This is going to be amazing racing because you're taking a bunch of cars that only have like 110, 115, 120, 25 horsepower, and you're putting them on a track against each other. And then all these yeah. little 
short wheelbase cars that just, you know, they turn on a dime, they put 15-inch wheels, the sticky tires on them, stick in a roll cage, and otherwise it's pretty much stock. And except that, for upgraded brakes and suspension and the roll cage safety gear. You know, the Mini is yeah. going to be probably I'm one in. of the, it's going to be one of the heaviest cars in competition yeah. for those two. Well, oh, yeah. from what I've already heard, though, the Mini is already, like, outhandled all of them, yeah. so they're already adding weight to make it fair. Right, right. They're trying to, so, uh, trying to add some parity to this. Right. They're going to be like, <laughs> oh, here comes the guy in the Mini. It's like, well, we're going to have to throw 50 pounds in your car, sorry, you know, and you can't quite, you know, the Kias can't hang with you, sorry. You know. <laughs> but, you know, so so that's actually that's okay. an advantage to the Mini that it's heavier than like the like than the Yaris or the Fit. It really Which, should be a disadvantage. Well, power to weight well, ratio is what they're it's looking. It's not at. that it's heavier; it's they have to make it heavier because it already handles so yeah, much it better so that much it's that much far ahead. Yeah. Right. Right, so the other cars have them. Yeah, so uh, I still can't find like in an actual list, but uh, from what my quick Google search looks like, Honda Fit, uh, the Kia Rio, uh, a Mazda, the yeah. Yaris. What do we have? Yeah, there's the Kia. Da, 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 and and this is from Car News Week. Let me actually look because that does not look like the Rio. Well, Although, it's not that, the. Is it? It's, is it Hyundai? Saying, it's not Kia that makes the Velocity anyway. It's Hyundai. No, it's Hyundai. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's no Hyundai. it is. It's the Kia. Kia's going racing with the 2012. Oh, stupid. Oh, my God. Car, Car Newsweek just failed at the internet, everybody. Don't <laughs> They fail at the internet. Well, it's you, the, you just plugged them on our show. So, I mean, they fail at the internet. It's Kia da, 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 with the Rio B spec and Optima Hybrid USTCC pace car. So, Kia's doing it too. And that's a pretty badass looking car for Kia. You know, I mean, the, it's kind of cool. The thing I think is really cool about this is there's a lot of people throughout I would do the this. US that really like <laughs> autocross. I mean, yeah, I would, they are I would do this. hardcore yeah. autocrossers. What's it going to cost? And from what we've read on this is, you know, Vinny was already saying that like within the sponsorship money, if you're good at this and you run a good spec car, the winnings that Mini will pay you will pay this car off in a year yeah. or about yeah, because, a year. Yeah, because Mini USA's existing contingency program uh, for all four racing series that they participate in will be expended, extended to the sanctioned B-spec race teams with right. financial compensation for eligible podium finishes. Yep. So right. they're so encouraging you, you gotta, people to do you this. you got to figure this car is somewhere around that twenty-two dollars to $25,000 range, give or take. And, yeah, I'm going to say you know, they probably come in at twenty five. If you win a couple of races, next thing you know, this card's paid for. And then your yeah. wife is so much happier yeah. that, your weekend, that your little weekend well, hobby is now paid for. You're going to start yeah. spending because that in much, tires and wheels, though. Hey, Chad, how much can this cost? Let's actually break this down because it's oh, just, a, God, co- I, it's, yeah, it's no just a Cooper. And let's just say it's a base car. Right, and they order them from the factory with no options, so they're paying what's at twenty grand or whatever the price of a base Cooper is. Yeah. Then what they're doing is they're they're upgrading. What do they see here? They have to take a bunch of stuff out. Right. To take keep a certain weight, but then they also have to add a few things, and they're adding right. a cage, which should probably they're adding a cage. They're adding coilover struts and shocks. Uh, they're adding front camber plates. It's standard mini brake system with Carbotech brake pads and Way Motorworks stainless steel braided hoses. Um, and they're putting on the 15 by 7 Kozai K1 aluminum alloy wheels with Hoosier tires on them. So this yeah. is going to cost more than 25 grand. Yeah, it's got you probably got about thirty, yeah, $3,300 in options there, roughly. I would say uh, less than $30,000. Without install. Now, I don't know. I have no idea what they're going to charge you to actually build this car um guessing the dealer probably hmm. probably 28 i'd say less than just under 30 yeah if you are one that's interested in this and if you find out or if you know punch up many of charleston and they'll uh, get you sorted out they're also going to be offering class legal conversion kits for any 2007 to 2012 mini cooper hardtop owner yeah Pretty so, awesome. That's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm actually – I saw this today on Motorphone. I got really excited yeah. because I would love to be able to do that. It's, and I think it would be cool if we could actually find somebody we could actually sponsor a car. <laughs> I'm guessing somewhere around 32000 Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah, that realistically, based on what I'm just kind so of the going labor off, and the, and the cost of the cage, off, yeah, the going off the head of what a dealer charges to do that type of stuff, and obviously they can get times down after a while of doing two or three of these. But I see thirty two thousand in there, and hopefully okay. that comes with the tires and wheel, you know, exact ready to ready to race things okay. that I know that it has. I just kind of did some quick math. Yeah. Yeah. Now. But, 
Chad, can I ask one more question that you might be able to answer about this car? Sure. Um, could you theoretically uh, take red. take well, probably uh, take <laughs> those wheels off the car and put on like a set of street tires and wheels and drive it to the race? Oh yeah, totally, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Because it's completely street legal. It's just, yeah, it's, it's completely street legal. It's a hundred percent stock stock with a couple of upgrades and a roll cage yeah, and other you, safety stuff that you have you to have. Could definitely the drive this on the street. Okay. And realistically, you could drive it on those tires if you you know so desire. <laughs> as long um, as it wasn't raining. <laughs> you know, I I yeah. always recommend somebody when you're going to a track. You know, have somebody with a, a friend or somebody with a trailer because you never know what's going to happen. And with Especially somebody when in a, you're racing. In somebody in a spec my ass series, I guarantee you that they're going to have a Monday job that they've got to be to. And if they're racing on a Saturday or and Sunday, they just busted a control arm. <laughs> they next thing they know, they some Miata you know crashed into the side of them, and they're in the tire wall. They're not making it home. This is a story. It's got twenty five comments. If you are one that is into, this is another one I want to hear about. I want to hear from you guys. Uh, if this is something that excites you, the Mini Cooper B spec race car, let us know. Leave it on the show notes or over at the Facebook page. And if you'd like to pony up and sponsor the White Roof Radio <laughs> Racing Team, please get you know in touch. What? One of these days, you laugh, but one of these days, that will happen. I'm serious. I, I'm waiting. I have a suit to go. I mean, <laughs> Chad, all, Chad's, Chad's going to be our lead driver and chief mechanic. I'll yeah. design the livery. Todd will put it on. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. When Chad and I will do the driving. Good go. We'll get game in there, too. It'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, finally, Mini UK is offering a winter tire program um, Just in, and a video there to show why uh, winter tires actually do make a difference. And this is something that we've talked about forever. Uh, so we don't need to go on and on about winter tires and how much brilliant they make your car to drive it. But there's a video here and some notes, and it's really cool, especially if you are in the UK. Because there's a lot of uh, – there's now a lot of <laughs> snow tires available in run-flat form that are the exact size uh, OEM recommended for your Mini. Uh, you know, Pirelli makes some now. Michelin makes wow. them. <clears throat> you can get – Really? Run-flat snow tires. I mean – I have them. Yeah. I have That's a set of – two words that I just don't – I, I have yeah, a set of Blizzax. I have but a I don't put too many people in run flats, really. I mean, they, you don't need them. You, you really don't. You, you don't, but they're not, they're not that much more expensive now. And think about this from the perspective of if you're in some place that gets a lot of snow and you put snow tires on your Mini and you do get a flat, um, mm-hmm. you got two things. You got two disadvantages here. If you're putting a set oh, of snow you? tires on your Mini, are you really going to spend the extra, what, 300 bucks for the sensors? For right. the uh, for the uh, uh, flat tire sensors that go in them, so yes, mo- yes, you are really because otherwise most you people are, they're driving I mean, around with the, the, the light on your with dash. the light on your dash all winter. And okay. It flashes. It doesn't just stay solid. It flashes at you all the time. Well, it does for the first. Uh, I want to say for the first for two hundred bucks, it's cheap. Yeah, for, for a car you're gonna probably own minimum five years. Uh, yeah, okay. Or, or that you paid how Mostly. much money for, and yeah. exactly. now you're going to be skimpy on 200 bucks you're cheaping out on 200 bucks <laughs> tires it's not an issue for me because i got the old sensors on that but from the from the other standpoint too is like if you do get a flat uh you know sometime in the snow you don't want to be at the side of the road trying to change it and if you get the run flats you can get somewhere you can drive it to get in uh i don't My know experience with run flats is when somebody gets a flat it's way more catastrophic with a run flat than it is with a regular tire. I've had a couple of run flat flats before. Never had any issue at all. Just, yeah. you know, driven it for 50, 60 miles. The most most of the time I've seen, like somebody will, you know, you can get a nail, whatever, just right. straight up, you know, roofing nail goes in your tire. Okay, either way, it's going to do about the exact same thing. It'll you it'll know, shred eventually. Slowly leak for a little while. But the people that have had run flats that have gotten like major something sharp going into their car. That tire exploded and completely like shredded off the rim or yeah. whatever. And you know, I've known more people have really catastrophic, you know, major failures with run flats than not run flats personally. But you know, you do yeah, have you a know. huge expense when you start going into the run flat realm. But yes, you, yes, you do. They're getting cheaper. They're getting more affordable now. They used to be about four hundred bucks a tire, and then uh, now they're getting way more yeah, affordable. Maybe fifty bucks a tire less or something, but. Uh, I've been a big proponent of snow tires for a long time. Obviously, I live here in Michigan, oh, yeah. but uh, you know, Don's like snow tires. What? I've never, never, never driven. I've got, a set, of, I've got a set of wheels in my garage right now that have snow tires on it. Oh, they're, they're, they're for sale and, too, and aren't they? If only I could <laughs> get them from you. They're from. They're from. They're from Philly. So road trip. They're, they're imported. Oh, um, 
I, and I want one of the white refrigerator nerds to go back and tell me exactly how many hours over the last 404 episodes we've actually spent discussing tires. Yeah. Not enough. <laughs> so shut up. Nobody wants to hear about tires anymore. I disagree. You know with what? That there's, there's, we obviously don't talk about the exact same thing often enough because some of the Ask Chad questions come in. And yeah, someone's, and, wow, we've wait, talked about that. We just talked about that. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Or, that's enough for the news. oil changes too. So yep. yeah, that's enough of news from motoringfile.com. I think that's enough for the show. We're done. It, it really is almost enough for the show. I want to remind you guys about our good friends over at outmotoring.com. Uh, brand new website. Very, very cool stuff. They are the place to go if you need parts for your mini. Does not matter what mini you drive short of a classic. Um, they've got parts, accessories that you want, need, desire. Not only do they have parts and accessories for your mini Cooper, they also have a whole slew of other things like car care products, like uh, unique toys, the haze manuals, uh, and the, the one of our favorites, of course, the British candy kit. You can get all that over at outmotoring.com. Also with a brand new ordering phone number. For those of you who, you know, like I mentioned last week, don't like to order off the internets, you can call them Monday through Thursday, 9 to 5 Eastern, uh, area code 614-656-4315. When you place your order, if you use the coupon code for the rest of November of a Britain, it's going to save 5% on your order. Really simple. You go over there, you add some things to your shopping cart, and as you, right as you go to checkout, use the coupon code of Britain. And you're going to save 5% on your order. Courtesy of your friends here at White Roof Radio and our good friends over at OutMotoring.com. OutMotoring.com. Any performance, speed, and style. It's OutMotoring.com. Um, but we don't have anything else to talk about tonight, do we? Ooh, oh, wow, it is late because my backup's getting ready to start. Hold well, on. happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, next oh, yeah, happy Monday. Thanksgiving uh, for those in the United States. Happy Turkey Day. For those of you in Canada and the rest of the world, happy Thursday this weekend. Uh, no, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hope, hope you all had a great Thursday. Hooray. Uh, here in the United States, we're going to be celebrating a four-day weekend uh, next weekend. In fact, we normally record the show on Thursdays. This week, we will not be recording the show on Thursdays. As tradition dictates, I hope to put in a nice show of Christmas music for you guys. That is always enjoyable. If I can find the time to actually put that together and get that in the feed, you will have a fresh batch of uh, some really fun Christmas music to listen to the Monday after Thanksgiving. Well, is and that you- with or without lyrics? Um, no, it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be both ways, like always. There you oh, go. Okay. It'll and be my intro, and then it'll be just the straight, just no intro version as well. Available. You know what else you can do this coming Saturday, the 26th of November? Oh, I know, I know, I know, but I'll let you tell me anyway. You can go fireupmotoringbadges.com, use your American Express card, and spend yep. at least $25 at Motoring Badges, supporting small business, and American Express will give you a $25 statement credit for shopping with small business on Small Business Saturday, this November the 26th, only November the 26th. You have to use your American Express card. You have to spend at least $25 to get that $25 statement credit uh, on the next next month it's around the next month or so and, and i can't think of a better place to actually spend that 25 dollars then over at motoringbadges.com especially you who just ordered the new iphone 4s on verizon or sprint and you need a way to protect the back pick yourself up a couple of motoring file uh, iphone 4 wraps and a couple of badges done and done there you go that's right free free money from american express um and there's probably some kind of terms and conditions that go along with that but motoring badges does support that so do that at motoringbadges.com do that the saturday after black friday there you go uh very cool we talked about that last week we're talking about this week don't forget to do that that'll be awesome I think it's really cool that American Express is actually doing that. Yeah, support small business all around the world. And if you don't go to Motoring Badges, go to another uh, small business You know, that's local. Support local business. Uh, use yep. your American Express. Get $25 statement credit. It's great. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. And hopefully uh, they'll be able to tell you if they're actually participating in that program or not. And you know, if you're really looking to – it doesn't matter. If you're looking to help a small business, just spend the money with them anyway. Yeah, pretty much if it's, a, if it's an American Express merchant. If you take the American Express card, uh, it will work. Oh, right. Look at that. Yep. Go, go American Express. That makes me want to have an American Express card in my wallet. Don't <laughs> on that amazing. note, make that funny clicking sound. Yeah, on that note, gang, I, we're uh, going to go ahead and finish up. I want to take a second. I want to <coughs> thank all the new people that are following us over Facebook, 844 strong. That's pretty amazing. Uh, not to mention the fact that you know forever we have been in the top 10 over at iTunes. We still, uh, I think today we dropped off a little bit, um, but we're coming up on Christmas, and that's okay. It's a Thursday. We usually drop off. Let me see where are we here. I bet you we're probably like number 11 or 12 over at iTunes right now. Uh, we've got some new comments over there. If you haven't left a comment at iTunes in a while and you'd like to, if you've never left a nice comment for us over at iTunes, now's a really good time to do that. You're going to have extra time this week anyway. Sit down in iTunes, open up White Roof Radio, and, and say something nice about us. We always think Please. that's cool. 
please. please. As Chad likes to say, we've got 113 people have done it so far. Um, let's say we get that up to 150. Come on. See, somebody left one, uh, 399 shows and motoring strong, listening for the last two years and like the show so much that I bought the car. And I should have done this two years ago. Keep up the good work. That was uh, written in by Crazed Cow. You too can do that. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, yeah. No, you have, to say, you have to sound crazy. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a moo. minute. Did, did, you, did, did somebody moo? Yeah. I just said moo. Uh, hold on a second. I might, I might have something here for you. <laughs> <laughs> and now the moo i just wasn't ready i wasn't ready <laughs> that's for our friend craze cow so um so yeah it's that time of year i'd like to ask you guys to leave say something nice for us uh, over at itunes we like you know more ratings we get the and the more comments we get the more listeners we get and the more things we can do for you is what you're free to listener yeah hey, uh, thanks so it's for listening really, to really today's bad. podcast we'll be here next time keep the emails coming in and be no. sure to subscribe no. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> what if, if, uh, anyway, but yeah, we're done. Thanks for listening, gang. We do appreciate it, of course. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you know what to do. Right click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. But until next week, gang, this is DB. I am done. Cheers. Later. Here's the funny clicking sound. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>